Welcome to Pro Talks, our podcast where we chat with CEOs and founders of some of the most interesting and influential asset management companies in the world. The industry, for me, is extremely important in creating financial security. You know, the the, the mutual fund, I think, is one of the you know, best vehicles that can turn income into future capital. And then in retirement years, that capital can create income. Today, we are here with Jamie Hammond, Deputy CEO and Head of EMA Region at EM Global Partner. Uh, thank you so much for being here with us today, Yemi. It's a pleasure having you with us. No, oh, thank you for uh, inviting me. Um, so first of all, um, could you let us know a bit about yourself? Uh, what's your background? How did you end up in the financial sector? Yes, certainly. Um, I didn't, you know, I guess, consciously look to join the financial sector. Um, it came about... Uh, following a, a fishing trip with uh, a school friend when I was 16 years old and his father worked in the industry um, and we got chatting about so you know what are your sort of career ambitions um, and I had no idea at that age really uh, what I wanted to do he spoke to me a little bit about uh, the financial industry um, and it sounded quite interesting actually Uh, that led to uh, a, a comment that they were actually looking to hire a, a, a junior person in the office. Um, and uh, I decided at the tender age of 16 uh, to leave school, uh, take up that opportunity, start working in the industry um, and uh, buy myself my first motorbike, which um, I'm very interested in. So. It really came about by a conversation, um, and uh, that was a long time ago now. So, I mean, you were very, very young. Has it been like more difficult for you to prove like yourself to clients, like as a that like very young professional? I, I think in the early days uh, it was more challenging. Um, I spent my uh, first part of my career. Uh, working uh, for many years at Hill Samuel in a support role. Um, and then at the age of 21, uh, there was an opportunity to be an area sales manager uh, calling on IFAs in the south of England. And I put myself forward for that and managed to convince um, the regional head that I could do the job. But it, it was tough because Uh, in many cases, I was calling on you know independent financial advisors that were uh, old enough to be my father at that, at that time. So I really um, felt that I had to know what I was talking about, understand products, understand markets. Uh, A, that gives you, I think, the confidence to go out and talk to people, but it also gives you credibility um, that you can do the job. So. I think I figured out very early on that um, you know having the the knowledge does give you the the confidence and the credibility with clients. I think that's very interesting because sometimes you know when you're 16 and and you are in a new industry, uh, people kind of treat you and be like, oh, you are too young to know all of these things. So the fact that you were able to prove yourself and you know demonstrate that you were completely capable to do the job that's that's really amazing. And um, so like. Like during all your career, you have like different different roles from sales manager, as you just mentioned, to to CEO. What would you say are the main 
differences between working as a sales manager and, and a CEO role? Um, that's a great question. I think when you're working as a sales manager and you're spending a lot of the time traveling, setting your own agenda, setting your own deadlines, um, sometimes you get goals that are inflicted upon you top down, um, but you're setting a lot of your own goals. So I think being a successful sales manager is all about managing yourself, managing your time, managing your territory, uh, setting uh, goals and having a strategy to, to meet them. I think when you become uh, a CEO, uh, it's not so much about managing people, although that, you know, is part of the role. But I actually like to think it's more about um, creating a, a, a vision and a strategy that people buy into and want to be part of that. They, uh, you set out a clear vision of what you're trying to achieve, what your goals are, what you expect from people, and you want them to buy into that vision. So I think, you know, the if I was to simplify, one is sort of managing yourself and the other is more about creating a, a vision and a future strategy that uh, you know the team and, and people want to buy into. And what would you say is like what you enjoy the most about the industry or about like the different roles, like from sales to, to see or what, what is like the, the thing that motivated you at that moment? I, I think the, you know, the industry, um, for me, it, it is extremely important in creating, you know, financial security, you know, the, the, the mutual fund, I think is one of the you know, best um, vehicles that can turn income into future capital. Um, and then in retirement years, that capital can create income. So I think the industry has, um, you know, a real purpose in creating financial mm -hmm. security. But for me, I think what I enjoy about the role is the ability to meet, uh, you know, different people, different countries. I've been very fortunate uh, having some, you know, uh, regional responsibilities and working for U.S. headquartered firms, the ability to travel and listen and and learn. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's a very uh, interesting industry for people to join. Um, but I think sometimes, you know, the uh, press um, isn't as kind to it perhaps as it could be. Mm -hmm. But I think we as within the industry have a good opportunity to explain better about what we do um, and to attract, you know, more younger uh, talent. And so with all the years that you have been in the industry and also like saying that you enjoy like meeting these people and, and traveling, have you seen like um, a big change uh, in the in the industry in terms of um, uh, backgrounds and, and gender and, and people profiles? I think change is happening um, perhaps a little bit more slowly uh, than it uh, could or should. Um, it, it used to be, I think, quite hard to get into this industry mm -hmm. unless you came from, um, you know, the right uh, schools and the right qualifications. Mm -hmm. But I think there are many good initiatives now, such as in the UK, the Investment 2020 initiative to try and bring Uh, more diversity and younger talent into into the financial world. So uh, it is changing slowly, but I think the industry has, uh, you know, 
responsibility to accelerate that. And, you know, I hear it a lot when I talk with um, peers and with uh, search firms, for example, mm -hmm. that, you know, there is a great desire uh, to build a more diverse workforce, um, but it's finding uh, the talent. Uh, and that's where I think, you know, we have a key role to play in identifying talent within our organizations, within our interview processes, and putting in the right uh, training and development schedules to develop uh, talent. I'm sure uh, you, certainly I can think back over the years of uh, you know people that you, you've watched their career grow and develop, um, mm -hmm. but it's spotting that talent, I think, and putting in place the right development plans. I think over time, uh, there will be a much uh, wider candidate pool to to pull from, but it is um, still quite hard at the moment when you're doing a search uh, to get the diversity of candidate pool coming through. Um, but it is changing slowly and that's a good thing. Do you think like, I'm just thinking about what you said about going to the right schools and, and being in the right place. Do you think it's also a lack of knowledge about the industry because I, I don't know, my case, I am very passionate about this industry. I love it so much. But if you ask me like three years ago, I was like, well, I don't know much about it. I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me. Do you think it's, it's a lack of knowledge of, of the people in general about the about what, what, what you do and, and what is the, the financial industry really? I, I, I do think that the um, asset management industry could do a better job in explaining what it what it does um, because for people outside of the industry um, they just hear the word about you know financial industry mm -hmm. um, and obviously with the previous banking crises and so on we get sort of I think lumped in as uh, generally being um, you know not, not a force for good more a force for bad sometimes which is uh, not nice to see but I think when we get an opportunity to um, sit and talk uh, to people I've been involved in you know various um, initiatives talking to you know, people in schools and colleges about you know, what we do um, you can see uh, people okay um, I didn't realize that their interest peaks up and I think mm -hmm. for me um, one of the key things that certainly interests and attracts uh, younger people coming into the industry which is a good thing is the now um, I guess prevalence of uh, socially responsible investing and mm -hmm. ESG because I, I think when you talk to uh, people about their concerns and you think about how powerful the industry could be and what it invests in, how it invests, uh, how it acts as a shareholder and how it acts in terms of uh, governance and so on. Um, for me, that's been, and I have you know three adult children now, mm -hmm. um, but for you know my, my youngest uh, uh, daughter who's in her 20s, Um, it was talking about the uh, socially responsible and ESG factors that um, are a large part of our uh, business mm -hmm. that really piqued um, inter more interest in the industry. Okay. Uh, do any of your kids work in the industry or are they too young <laughs> to start? Uh, no, they are all working, but uh, not, in the, not in the industry okay. at this And, uh, and I don't know, I mean, I have to say, I find your story very encouraging and for anyone, anyone listening and, and I would like more people to, to get into in the industry with more like diverse backgrounds and, 
and yeah, and I think yeah, it's just a lack of of knowledge. Most I think of the it time. is. I think the in, the industry could do a better job, and I've sat uh, in many rooms uh, with many people, you know, discussing how we can do this. Um, but I think you know, collectively, I think understanding asset management, um, you know, what we do, how we do it, and the impact uh, that it can have, uh, particularly the positive impact on the mm-hmm. uh, responsible side that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think um, that really can help to attract um, a younger and more uh, diverse uh, talent pool to the industry. I agree with you. And going to a more like personal side, what would you like to do on your spare time? You mentioned you were passionate about motorcycles. Tell me a bit yeah. about that. <laughs> yes, I, I I do. It's it's not something that makes me popular with my wife, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I mentioned I you know at 16 went out and bought myself a little uh-huh. 50cc um, Suzuki at that moment in time. Uh, I'm fortunate now that I have uh, a 2.5 litre Triumph rocket, uh, which is uh, a great uh, fun vehicle to ride around. Um, I just find it uh, the freedom, uh, the adrenaline uh, uh, hit, I guess, that you get from riding a, a motorbike. But, um, you know, you do have to be a uh, careful clearly um but yes uh, i used to uh, tour around um, europe with uh, some friends before the covid travel situation mm-hmm. hit so i'm hoping at some point this year i will be able to uh, again cross cross the uh, channel on a ferry and uh, do some riding around um, europe again but um, i also during the uh, lockdown uh, bought myself a Uh, electric mountain bike which some people mm-hmm. say is cheating uh, but <laughs> I live at the top of a hill and everywhere <laughs> I go is downhill and everywhere in time I come home it's uphill so for me it's been uh, an eye-opener um, and I can go and cycle now to places on the South Downs that I couldn't get to before so I can uh, thoroughly recommend electric mountain bikes to any listeners. I mean, I guess during the pandemic, many people uh, started like doing more sport at home. So I think it's totally fair. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just, you know, Thank you. <laughs> keep going <laughs> with the sport. And, uh... you know, I also uh, uh, just, I guess the other thing I do when I have the time is I, I try and uh, play golf well. Um, I'm, uh, I would call myself an average golfer, but um, uh, very much uh, hoping to improve over, over time and practice. Well, I think practice is always key for everything. So, so yeah, I, I wish you, um, I would, I don't know, how would you say? I wish you, you improve so much and then you can be also like a, a very good golf player as well Thank with you. the motorbike. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> and uh, this question is like, so what would you say, like uh, thinking about the motorbikes, uh, is the adrenaline of uh, closing a good deal comparable with riding your motorbike? Or, or your mountain bike? Um, I would say it's probably uh, slightly different, but I think what you do get, you know, when you know, you've been working long and hard on uh, a, a good deal, to use, to use your phrase, it's really mm-hmm. nice to see all that hard work and effort paying off. Um, so, yes, it is exciting, uh, but, you know, in, in the work environment, it's not always down to one person. There mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, a team of people typically involved in that but 
it is good to see hard work and, and effort paying off. And again, I think similarly, you know, when you're riding, whether it's a, a motorbike or an electric mountain bike, I, I do tend to, you know, push myself to do better, go further, you know, maybe turn down the electrical assistance a little bit to make the, the workout a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you take a route that's just a little bit more challenging. So I guess there are some similarities, but you know, I, I think one is more down to the individual, uh, whereas, you know, in the work environment, clearly it's exciting, but it's uh, much more of a team effort. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. Uh, so just like we are getting to the to the end of the of the conversation, I want to ask you, like with everything we have talked and as I said already, I think you have an impressive career starting like so young what, what would you say success, success means to you i think you've got to look at it uh i guess in, in a balanced way um because and um, we've seen this a lot now in terms of uh you know covid and work from home and work-life balance and i think you know success in 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 the work environment is um Uh, you know, achieving goals, setting the strategy, seeing it play out in the way that you envisaged it to, um, you know, being, um, I think, you know, when you're working in a very large organization, being part of a team, being seen as a, uh, you know, decent person to work mm -hmm. with. Um, and uh, I think if you translate success into your personal life, um, you know, being the uh, the best husband that I can be, I will mm -hmm. be married 36 years this this year. So hopefully I'm doing something, something right in that department, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, being a, uh, the best father I can be, uh, the best husband. Uh, my oldest daughter has uh, children of her own now. So being the best grandfather I can be on a forward looking uh, basis. And, you know, I've always subscribed to the phrase, you know, to treat other people the way you would like to be, you know, treated yourself. So mm -hmm. I think success, you know, is 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 many things. Um, I think there is a, 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 a phrase or a book or a poster I saw somewhere that said that, you know, success is a journey and not a, a destination. So I don't think you ever actually say, right, that's it, I've achieved success. But I think it's doing uh, the right things in the right way throughout both your work and personal life. I really like that. I will use it myself as well. I will I will uh, quote you when, when I use it. Um, okay. I really like that. And uh, so just the last question. Um, do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a career in finance? I would say, uh, based upon my experience, you know, uh, learn a little bit about the industry. Um, You know, there are, uh, I think the, certainly again, going back to, to the UK and their initiative with Investment 2020, um, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, many industry bodies have some very good um, training and educational um, materials and initiatives. So I think, you know, learn about the industry. Um, I think, you know, when you first start out, as I did at a, in a job, it, it's not so much about the age, it's, Uh, no one starts right at the top, okay? So I think it's um, being uh, inquisitive, uh, helping out people, maybe getting involved in things that perhaps aren't directly on your job description that enable you 
to become a very useful team member to learn more about the the business. Um, but I think you know if you want if you wanted to start a a career, you definitely you know you've done the educational um, bit and you now know you want to uh, have a career. Um, I would say you know look at some of the uh, schemes that enable you to get the sort of these apprenticeship positions. Uh, I think that's a really good um, place to start mm-hmm. and uh, a really good opportunity now to to learn more. I, and I see more and more companies looking at the sort of, um, if I can call it the apprenticeship route, um, working more closely with a specific uh, department or team than perhaps the uh, traditional, you know, graduate trainee rotational programs. Um, but yeah, I would say educate yourself um, and then network and look for the um, sort of apprenticeship type opportunities. That's a very good advice. Um, and I hope anyone listening um, can find it as well helpful. And so we got to the end of the conversation. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Jamie. It's been a pleasure. No, you're welcome. Thank you. And, uh, and yeah, I hope you have enjoyed the conversation as much as I no. did. It's been interesting. It's a um, a very uh, quick trip down memory lane for me. So thank you very much. <laughs> I find like everyone kind of says that it helps them to you know kind of go through their lives and kind of reflect on on the good things that happened to them. So I'm glad like people find it that way. <laughs> and, yes, uh, and I, yes. <laughs> I did very much enjoyed the uh, the conversation. Um, so thank you very much for your time this morning. Um, you're welcome. And for everyone listening, um, we will be back in two weeks and follow us on social media and subscribe to our newsletter to be up to date. Thank you.